Hey, this is Kat Kahn from Knoxville, Tennessee. And Tanya Rice from Minneapolis, Minnesota. We are grateful you've joined us. And we cannot wait to share with you the musings of a couple of yogis. We hope you learn, laugh, and enjoy. And we hope you will share with us any of your comments or questions. Without further ado, this is Two Pittas on a Pod. How's it going? <laughs> it's going good. Guess what I did today? What did you do today? I got a massage. I know. It's this all is that why you're all stuff. aglow. I am all aglow. And, you know, I thought that's perfect to mention because, you know, they're massaging and manipulating the largest organ in our body. And that's what we're talking about today, our skin. Wahoo. I know. I love me a good skin routine. I do too. I do too. I have, and we were talking before we started recording, but I have always, I guess, well, I shouldn't say always. I mean, obviously when I was one year old, I didn't have a skincare routine. But <laughs> as far back as I can remember, I've had a skincare routine. My mom always had me use Noxzema. And then, of course, as a teenager, we used that, what were they called? Stridex pads that we swabbed our faces with. And we didn't have sunscreen then, but, or I didn't put sunscreen on then. I don't think we even had sunscreen when we were little kids, but I've always kept something on my face. My mom always said, don't go out of the house without something on your face. But that's a good old Southern mom thing. Yeah. I mean, my mom was always a proponent for like moisturizer, like out of the bathtub on went the moisturizer, but I never, I mean, I always grew up using moisturizer, but like I was telling you just a bit ago, I've never been a makeup person. Mm -hmm. I was raised by a person who doesn't wear makeup. So I never learned how to do makeup mm -hmm. and so I always feel like when I put makeup on I'm like either way too heavy way too light I have no idea I've never mm -hmm. I always always envy it and I always tell myself oh I'm gonna get into this makeup routine and then I do it for like three days I'm like oh nope I'm not <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Well, I think it makes me feel a little bit like an artist, but you know, but you know, so that's just the topical stuff we can put on our skin. It takes more than applying serums and moisturizers to have healthy skin, 100%. but we do want to definitely take care of it. And one thing I've, and I know you felt this, have you ever noticed how right before a big meeting or right before a big event, or if you're eating too much dairy or any kind of stressful thing in your life, it reflects on your skin oh, because yeah. yeah, our skin's just a big reflection of what's going on inside of us. We always think about that. Like, Oh, I, I broke out right before my wedding and had like three honking zits on my face, you know, <laughs> and they're not, but they feel like it because right. that's all we see. Right. Mm -hmm. Or, you know, you just even think about just as simple as when you get nervous, you can see the heat rise in people's neck. Well, mm -hmm. it continues up into the face, like people get yeah. blotchy on their face. And yeah, so our skin is affected by our food, by our stress, by our hormones, by everything that's going inside of us. And so, you know, today, Tanya and I wanted to kind of talk about more from a holistic standpoint of what you can do for your skin. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. And I think, you know, from the very beginning, it starts with diet mm -hmm. and exercise, mostly because it's going to help with the elasticity of our skin. It's going to help us, you know, not prematurely age or get wrinkles. The other component to, you know, 
keeping our diet a little bit cleaner is that it's also getting us natural collagen, which is helping to keep mm-hmm. our skin nice and smooth. And it's not to say that you can't take additional collagen because I have some really lovely collagen booster teas that I drink. And, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, just from an internal standpoint, water, water, water is going to help Absolutely. keep your skin more moisturized mm-hmm. from the inside out, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. What we eat plays a pivotal role in supporting our skin health. It, the imbalances in our gut or our digestive system can lead to inflammation and to sensitive skin. To support a healthy gut, it's important to have to eat foods that have uh, photonutrients and antioxidants, and those help with reduce inflammation in the body. And so the basic rule as far as that uh, of eating is to fill your plate with mostly organic fresh vegetables and legumes. Fill your plate mostly with organic fresh vegetables and a smaller amount of whole grains. And, you know, I know you're a vegetarian and I'm not. So if you're, you know, you're not a vegetarian, you can include a small portion of clean, clean, lean protein onto your plate. But eating things like that, that can keep the inflammation down in our body affects how that plays into our skin. Yeah, for sure. And you also think about it from a standpoint of, you know, just fluid retention, like you're talking about inflammation, the beauty of the skin, like a rain coat, but not Mm -hmm. like our skin is what keeps us, we'll say, water repellent, but not waterproof. Mm -hmm. And so really working to keep ourselves hydrated is really key to making sure that we have that permeability in our skin. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, you know, a lot of times, and I know I am guilty of this because, you know, I love my coffee. I don't drink diet sodas, but I do drink plenty of coffee. And when I stop drinking my coffee, I move to tea. A lot of times I don't drink caffeinated tea, but so a lot of times I have to be very mindful of my water intake because just because I'm drinking fluids doesn't mean I'm getting the water I need because if I'm drinking tons of coffee or wine or whatever that has a diuretic effect, I'm not going to get that nice plumping of the skin and hydrate my skin the way I need to. Right. For sure. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so also then I suppose talking exercise and, you know, we're always, Mm -hmm. we're always key for talking about yoga, right? Well, Mm -hmm. I mean, in general, anytime we're doing exercise, we are, you know, keeping movement in the body, which is going to help the lymphatic system. It's going to help our, our circulatory system. But when it comes to yoga, because it is actually quite remarkable in terms of a low stress exercise and workout mm-hmm. that we're getting the beauty of our stretching, which is helping to stretch and keep that elasticity of the skin strong, but it's also not overworking it. So we're not like building bulk muscle. We're not creating micro tears in the skin. You know, we don't get stretch marks mm-hmm. from doing yoga, right? right? We're helping to heal our stretch marks by doing mm-hmm. yoga, right? right? And it increases the circulation in our our body and that's going to help our skin also. How many times have you had someone in class tell you that they have been told they look younger because they're doing yoga? 
Oh, yeah. Tons, 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 tons. And, you know, maybe it's because they have a nice tight yoga butt or abs or arms, but most of the time it's just this certain glow they have about them, you know, from doing yoga. So we kind of lightly touched on stress and our skin. So when we're stressed out, our bodies produce cortisol, which is a major contributor to many of the health problems in our body and our skin because cortisol interacts with the circulatory and the nervous and the immune system. Systems, it can trigger skin-related problems like acne and eczema and hives and psoriasis and rosacea. So stress can, is a part of our lives. I don't know anyone that goes, I live a stress-free life. We're always striving to live a stress-free life, but we don't live that. So we have to figure out ways that can help us adapt to the stresses in our life a little easier by doing things like herbal teas or tinctures or using oils and help our body to adapt to the stresses and help to relax that nervous system. And you can even add some, you know, herbs to your, to your daily routine, like ginseng, or there's a couple of berries, you know, I'm all about the apothecary herbs right now. And there's one called Glow Getter, and there's one called You Do, and it's D-E-W, You Do You. And so I've been mixing that in the evenings with my sparkling grapefruit juice, and I'm pretending it's wine, and, but it's got natural collagens in it, and it's got all kinds of great things. So you can find ways to put herbs into your day that can help your skin and help decrease your stress. Um, Like even, I guess, chamomile, valerian root teas are going to decrease the stress. Yeah. So, and Mm -hmm. it's funny. So as you bring that up, like this is like the whole path of Ayurveda is Mm -hmm. using natural remedies to, you know, take care of our body internally and externally. And the beauty of, you know, following an Ayurvedic lifestyle is not only what it's doing for our physical wellness, but really what it's doing, like quite literally bleeding into our skin and how, you know, radiant mm-hmm. we quite literally can become, you know, right. shining just a little bit brighter. Mm-hmm. Yep, absolutely. Yeah. Um, in fact, it would be really neat if we could put some Ayurvedic recipes together for I um just happen to have several for the do you yeah because i'm doing like all the things right now mm-hmm. for my ayurvedic class and in there i'm making like literally a, a jar of seasoning for each of the doshas that's a bottle cool. of oils for each of the doshas and then mm-hmm. a bag of crystals for each of the doshas that's very very cool Yeah. Very cool. So if we're going to talk about taking that holistic pathway, like having a daily routine, like, right. Mm -hmm. So in the Ayurvedic world, part of that daily routine, you know, we talk about getting up and doing our tongue and our teeth, like, right. That's an important part to our internal health, as far as removing toxins that have tried to come out while we sleep before Mm -hmm. we drink them back in or eat them back into our body. Right. But also is like dry rubbing the skin to exfoliate the skin and who doesn't love a good exfoliation. So this is Mm -hmm. like literally what you do before you get in the shower and they make these really lovely body brushes 
And you just, before you get in the shower, just brush your whole body. Like literally. And it feels good. It yeah. does absolutely it feels great. feel good. And get mm -hmm. all that like yesterday's crap off your skin mm -hmm. before you get in the shower. And then you can rinse it all down the drain and give yourself your lovely bath, however that is. Find some nice soaps though, friends. Like try and use soaps that don't have like big antiseptics in them. Mm -hmm. But instead, more natural cleansers, you know, um, you think about like tea tree or even lemon and lavender, all are super great for cleansing and purifying. And if we're doing that, you know, for our body, we're also hopefully then the minute we're done with our shower or our bath or whatever, working into a place of now rehydrating. So we've scraped mm -hmm. off all the crap, we've rinsed it off of our body, and now we're going to rehydrate the body. And mm -hmm. we we hopefully want to do this with a form of oil. And you can buy lotions that are oil-based lotions that are going to help refuel, like literally refeed the cells in the body. Mm -hmm. And so it's nice to be able to have those oils. So like I was talking about, like I literally get out of the shower and it's like squirt like this whole thing of oil and it smells really lovely and delicious and like just make yourself glisten. And then mm -hmm. everybody's like, well, I don't want to put my clothes on after I oil <sighs> down. So, okay, fine. Allot yourself a couple minutes for your mm -hmm. body to drink it in because your body yeah. will literally drink it in. Mm -hmm. Especially if you live in a dry climate. Even more so, or in the winter time, or in the winter it's time. really, really important to make sure you're nourishing the body topically as well. Yeah, for sure. Mm -hmm. And so, I mean, as you think about that, it's a great routine for in the morning, or that's a great routine at bed. So I, mm -hmm. you know, and I tell people this all the time, I'm a nighttime showerer. So yeah. when it comes to like that daily routine, um, there's always the nighttime routine too, that mm -hmm. I think is very important. And if you have, you know, worn makeup, most people who wear makeup already have a fairly good face routine because they know they need to remove that makeup to, you know, reopen their pores for sleep and such. But if you don't wear makeup, it's still also really important to hydrate your face, hydrate mm -hmm. your hands and hydrate your feet before you go to bed. Mm -hmm. Well, and just get the grime from the day off. You know, you mentioned the doshas and Ayurveda, if because a lot we've talked about the dosha so much on here. So most of our listeners that have been here with us whole time, they kind of know what their dosha is. People with um, vada that are vada doshas generally have more dry skin, more cracked skin. They are cold often and their skin ages more quickly. Yeah. Than the others. Pitta, we generally have fair, we're generally fair. Our thin skin is a little thin and sensitive sometimes. It has a tendency towards acne or moles or freckles. And you can tell from my freckles that yes. And it ages moderately fast. Kaphas usually have normal or oily skin. And theirs is generally smooth and clear and firm and it ages slowly. So, you know. Not that that you need that to me. I just think that kind of stuff is interesting. So um, because I, I look at that and I'm like, well, you know, I've got probably a little bit of each one of those as far as my skin goes. But a lot of it has to do with how I treat my skin as well. 
Yeah. Well, and then you think about it too, from just a lifestyle, you know, mm -hmm. on top of it. So um, people who are in medical care, who are using, you know, washing their hands like 80,000 times in a day and, or using, you know, antibacterial and, you know, it, it's bound to dry out their hands mm -hmm. and crack their skin. So, I mean, there's also that lifestyle too. So you have to, you know, just be mindful of really trying to put some health back into it. And I mean, mm -hmm. I'm, I'm, you can tell by the skincare <laughs> world that it's a business and it's a huge business, right? Mm -hmm. And it's a business that is making tons of money. And it's also kind of overwhelming. If you don't know the products you love, or you don't know why you would be using this product over another product. Mm -hmm. I mean, you even like mentioned Noxzema. And Noxzema has like 15 different kinds of Noxzema. Oh. So how do you know yeah. which Noxzema to use? Like, right? Well, and, and that was from the way back days. I don't even want to know all the chemicals that are in Noxzema. It does seem like it has a lot of peppermint in it. So it may have originally had some essential oils in it but you know i am i love 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 me some beauty products and i love skin care and i got into a really bad habit of whatever the new shiny thing was i wanted that and that is really bad for your skin because you're you need to have a certain kind of plan and certain products you don't need to be willy-nilly running around slapping whatever the latest thing on your face is. Plus it's and super expensive. It's very expensive. Um, I got into one of those little beauty boxes, that FabFitFun box, and I got so many products and I was like, this is not good for me. So I gave them all to my daughter. So now she's slapping them all over her face, but she's young. But she's, you know, young. <laughs> she's young. She's, she's resilient. Young. Yeah. But you know, find something that works. I do find that, and I don't know because you do you use the same skincare products year round? I have to switch mine. I use one set of products in the winter, the winter, spring, and other products for summer, fall. Or, so I kind of use mine all year round. Yeah, I mix mine up just because I find that my skin just quits, you know, quits responding as well. So, I mean, I can totally see where, you know, having a differing approach for seasons makes complete sense. And Ayurveda encourages us to change our diet with the seasons. So it makes complete sense that we would change our skincare mm -hmm. with the seasons as well. Yeah. yeah. That's, and um, I, and I generally do it the way I do it because I live in the South right now. I've lived in the North as well, but right now I live in the South. So it's really sweaty and hot in the summer here and it's really, really dry in the, well, I shouldn't say really, really, it's dry in the winter. Spring and fall can go either way, but I find that if I do the same stuff in the summer, I mean, in the winter that I do in the summer, I'm stripping too much of my skin. I'm, I'm stripping too many oils out, but it gets so sweaty here. I tend to use a stronger cleanser in the summer because, you know, especially being outside a lot, you know, golfing, hiking, whatever, I just, I just do. And I, it, my body seems to respond better to that. It does make complete sense and I get it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I can see that. Yeah. But you got to have that healthy moisture balance. So kind of playing with things and noticing your skin, noticing how it looks. I, I have been playing with a couple of different products this winter and I've ended up going back to my old tried and true. Original. That, mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. Cause I wanted the new shiny, pretty odd, you know, pretty one that was a lot cheaper. <laughs> and so I ended up going back to what I normally use and, you know, so you just got to find what's best for you. For me, it really is more oil-based. 
and I mean, you kind of know this about me in the fact that if I'm working with my essential oils, that's what I'm using as my basis for most of my skincare. Mm-hmm. For me, it's it's my simple go-to, plus you know how I just love the smell. Yeah, I do too. I was looking at WebMD and they had an interesting little breakdown of Ayurveda treatments that are best for your skin. And Vata skin tends to be dry and age quickly. So you need to use nourishing products, hydrating products, anti-aging products. A warm oil massage is great and use uh, natural moisturizers. Pitta skin is sensitive to the sun and tends to have moles and freckles. So you want to protect your skin from the sun. And I personally believe everyone needs to use some kind of a skin protection from the sun. Yeah. Yeah. Pittas need to avoid tanning, avoid over exfoliating. And I love exfoliating, but it will wear my skin out. Pittas. Now this one I can't do. Avoid hot water and steams. I love hot water. Love it, love it, love it. So and this then, is very much an Ayurveda thing. And I have mm-hmm. tried to cool my shower down. <laughs> and I know you and I have talked about this. Yeah. yeah. And Pittas also need to use a facial oil daily. And I have tried finding a good facial oil. And I, I probably just need you to give me a recipe for one because I don't have a good one that I like that doesn't seem to clog my skin up. But uh, Kapha's skin is normal, clear, balanced, even though it can be oily. They need to use a warm oil massage daily and you cleanse with a gentle exfoliant. And sometimes mm-hmm. adding a little spice to the Kapha oil is mm-hmm. something warm, like a one of the warm oils. So like a mm-hmm. tiny bit of peppermint or a tiny bit of cassia or cinnamon mm-hmm. bark oh, cool. to, to warm up the oil. But again cut with another oil, not directly Mm -hmm. on the skin, just to spice up their life a little bit. (laughs) So they mentioned here, you know, essential oils and facial oils and different things being part of the treatment. And anyone can just look up Ayurveda skincare on WebMD for just this little bit. But when they talked about anti-aging, when I saw that, I was like, what are they talking about? You know, (laughs) but are talking about Ayurvedic anti-aging products that have specific ingredients to help nourish your skin and promote youthfulness, as they say, which might be Gotu Cola, mm-hmm. uh, which can help make uh, help the skin make collagen, and Indian Gooseberry, which is rich in vitamin C. Yay! So who knew? It didn't mention ashwagandha or. Let's see. For brightening your skin, vetiver, sandalwood, Indian matter, Indian sarsaparilla, and again the Gatu Cola, uh, anti-inflammatory, aloe vera, frankincense, silk cotton tree, and rose. No, I don't see any ashwagandha on here. Oh, interesting. Mm-hmm. Well, and I suppose that's because they're looking at it from a vantage point of essential oils that are external, mm-hmm. whereas I'm thinking about it from a standpoint of like supplements that can be taken internally. Ashwagandha and fenugreek are both really great herbs and tinctures that you can take internally for the same purpose, mm-hmm. skin health. I was looking at this You Do You that I do from Apothecary. It is, it's basically skin food, they they say. And it's mm-hmm. got hibiscus. It's a yes, hibiscus. hibiscus. Uh, changa blend. So it's got hibiscus. Oh, let's see. Hard words. Cordyceps mushrooms. 
and changa mushroom and collagen and coconut cream powder. So mushrooms of most kinds are adaptogenics and mm -hmm. adaptogenics are really amazing for the skin. Got another one called Better Than Botox. And this has Camu Camu in it, Shisandra Berry and Sea Buckhorn. Hmm, cool. So, so better than Botox. Yeah, bam, there's bam, like bam. so many apothecaries out there now. Mm -hmm. The one we sell at the studio is the Animi Mundi set. Our students really like it with the chai rose collagen latte. Like who doesn't want to drink a lovely chai latte <laughs> and get their collagen in it at the same time? At the same time. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> right? Right. And the rose so. oil because rose is just amazing for the skin. Mm -hmm. Like frankincense, which I'm surprised it didn't mention frankincense. I, I am too, because, you know, I have to say, if you ask, what is your one go-to oil for everything? I just almost always use frankincense for everything. Yeah, it's great for scars. It's great for skin health. It's great for wound care. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's just perfect anyways. Well, now the WebMD did have frankincense under anti-inflammatory. So, and that's helping with environmental pollution, sunlight, chemical stress, and allergens, because all of those can cause inflammation in your skin. And so they classified frankincense sense as an anti-inflammatory herb to help protect your skin. Well, that makes complete sense. Yeah. I like that. I do too. Just think about what, how, think about your skin as what it is, the largest organ in your body. And I think we, uh, so many times when we think about our skin, we only think about it as the outward appearance of the world. We don't think about it as feeding it like we feed the rest of our body and protecting it. So feed your skin good stuff, just like you would feed the inside of your body. Don't put a lot of crap and chemicals on your skin. So don't put a lot of crap and chemicals on your body that you wouldn't put in your body because it your skin absorbs and it gets into your body just like what you ingest so yeah. if you wouldn't eat it or drink it probably don't rub it, it on, your, on body. your skin like it makes yeah. complete sense right mm -hmm. because like we were just talking about with the whole your skin is not a raincoat it's actually yeah. a very permeable membrane and mm -hmm. like quite literally what you put onto your skin gets in through the cells into the yeah. body. So yeah, keep mm -hmm. the toxins out of your body. Keep the toxins off your body. I agree. I love it. Perfect. I'm Kat Kahn. And I am Tanya Rice. And this is Two Pittas on a Pod signing off. Thank you for listening to Two Pittas on a Pod. We're grateful you joined us. Join us again for more musings of a couple of yogis. We hope you learned, laughed, and enjoyed this podcast. And we hope you will share your comments or questions. Email us at twopittasonapod at gmail.com. And like us on Facebook and Instagram at twopittasonapod.